0: Welcome back, guys, to a, another episode on Beyond the Bikini Radio. So today we're going to be talking about a more serious topic, and that is going to be binge eating. Now, a lot of you have you know, probably experienced an overeating bout before, okay? Think of something like Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner. We go through bouts of overeating, but binge eating is something completely different and it is an actual eating disorder. So if anyone is tuning in right now and you feel like you are struggling with binge eating, I want you all to check out the description down below to get some further help. Again, hiring a online fitness coach isn't going to be the route you need to take. If you're struggling struggling with binge eating, you need to get the help of a mental health professional. But today, We are going to be talking about my top seven tips to avoid binge eating and cut down on binge eating if you feel like you're struggling. And binge eating is the loss of control around food and when you're consuming a mass quantity of food in a short period of time. So that would be um, like less than an hour and consuming upwards of two, 3,000 calories. And again, that does add up very quickly depending on what foods you're binging on. So if you're binging on things like peanut butter or if you're binging on things like ice cream or chips, whatever it is that you're binging on, those calories will add up pretty quickly. So some of you are probably tuning in and thinking, okay, there's no way I'm going to be eating two, 3,000 calories at once. I can promise you if you've ever had a meal at the Cheesecake Factory, you've probably ate two to 3,000 calories in one sitting. So I digress. These tips are going to be uh, related to my experience with binge eating too. If you are struggling with binge eating, I want to let you know that you're not alone. I struggled on and off with binge eating, um, binging and purging and These were the things that I needed to do in order to get better and stop that. When in reality, your binge eating and restriction that you're doing, you've turned it into a habit if you find that you can't stop. And habits are very hard to break. You know, sometimes um, it it can start out just very small and then turn into a full-blown disorder. So habits, again, they can be broken, but it's going to require change. Okay, let's go on to this the tips. Whoa, I need some coffee for today. Um, The first tip is going to be you need to stop restricting calories. So restricting your calories can just be another trigger for binge eating. And a lot of the times I find that binges will happen at night. So at least they would happen for me at nighttime at the end of the day, or during the weekends. So you're probably Binging because you're restricting your calories too hard, which that means you're eating too little for what your body requires. And I'm not going to give you like a set amount of calories to where I think your binges will stop. Um, some women need more. Sometimes they need 2500 2, or three thousand calories a day um, to stop their binges, but again, if you're restricting so heavily where you're eating 1200 calories, like every single day, and then you find Saturday, you're eating 4000 calories, it's because you're restricting too much. Um, and your brain is kind of correlating a scarcity mindset around food because you're being so restrictive. So when we restrict our willpower is going to be limited to and then let's say something stressful happens where you get home from work, and it was a this- stressful day, your boss was a jerk to you, or maybe you're dealing with the kids and they're being obnoxious, you're going to have a trigger that can also set off a binge as well. So again, restriction, I understand that, you know, eating 3000, 4000 calories can be very uncomfortable. And you might think that, okay, I need to fix this damage with um, restricting your calories, but if anything, you are just reloading the gun for another episode of binge eating. So my first tip is going to be, don't restrict your calories. If anything, if you find that you're eating so little to where you're thinking about food a lot, having a lot of cravings, your energy's really low, try just increasing your calories by 250. Okay. Start out small and that should help you feel a little bit more satisfied. Okay, my next tip kind of correlated to restriction is going to be skipping meals, Um, specifically skipping breakfast. But skipping meals in general can kind of set you up for a binge because of the drop in blood sugar. So let's say you've gone six, eight hours without having a meal, your ability to overeat in that next meal is going to be very high because your hunger is going to be very high. So again. This is going to set you up for a binge and especially like, let's say again, it's after that long work day to where your stress is at an all time high and you're emotionally drained and maybe you even had a workout and you are physically tired, have a snack with you on your ride home instead of having um, nothing at all and it being too long in between meals to where you binge. Um, I would recommend too just like having a snack on hand with you. So maybe that's a protein bar. Maybe that's a piece of fresh fruit. Um, maybe that's some chopped veggies, just have something that has protein and fiber and whole nutrition in it. And that can help fuel you throughout the day instead of leaving you feeling deprived. Okay. So that's going to be my next tip. And that is don't skip meals. It's not going to help you. Okay. Tip number three is going to be avoid triggers. So a trigger could be, um, anything behavioral. So a lot of times people will binge alone because they feel like they're going to get the judgment of loved ones. um, And that's why they want to do it alone. They want to do it alone. Um, Usually it's late at night. So understand that that could be a trigger is I'm alone in the kitchen and it's nighttime. Okay. That could be a trigger. You have to avoid it. Maybe it's a certain food, something that is highly palatable. So that could be like ice cream or peanut butter or some chips or um, nuts or trail mix, whatever it is, something that you find that you could easily consume mass quantities of and not feel full from, that could be a trigger food and something that would need to be avoided. Um, maybe it's you know as soon as you get home from work, okay, you find that you are wanting to binge. Maybe instead of binging, you try to have a meal, but you have you try to have it with um, maybe your kids or maybe your husband or in presence with someone. So you're a little bit more mindful during that meal. Again, we're all going to have different triggers and it's really important that you avoid them or just learn how to manage them. I think the big one is those trigger foods. So many people think that, okay, it's just frustrating because I can't just have a bite of ice cream. I can't just have a bite of peanut butter. It's because it's a trigger and just because you can't have it now doesn't mean that you can't ever have it in the future. It just needs to be avoided until you work on your relationship with that food. Or you know let's say you really do love peanut butter and you want to incorporate it into your diet, try to do like the single serving packs and always measure out your food and never sit out sit down with a whole container. So don't sit down with a gallon of ice cream. Don't sit down with a bag of chips. Don't sit down with these mass quantities of food because it's going to be very easy to eat the whole thing. So measure out a whole portion size, something that fits for your macros for the day, um, You know what's suggested on the label, and then snack on that versus snacking through the bag, snacking out of the jar. It's so easy to overconsume. And I don't care what you tell yourself before you open that jar of peanut butter. We all want more than two tablespoons of that. And it's very easy to eat more. Okay. My next tip is going to be don't do intermittent fasting if you're struggling with binge eating. Why? I feel like this sets you up for binge eating. Okay. The reason why is because you're already, again, it's kind of correlated to restriction and skipping meals, um, which is leading you to have more calories to consume at night. So when do most people binge at night? So intermittent fasting, I find it. Uh, I find it to be a good tool for some people but it's not going to be the best for you if you're struggling with binge eating if anything it could be a trigger for you um when I used to struggle with my binge eating it was because I was trying to do like intermittent fasting but because I wouldn't meal prep properly throughout the day this would lead me to go too long without meals and I wasn't consuming enough calories throughout the day which led me feeling deprived and hungry and horrible and I would try to get in a lot of calories at night and then before I knew it it was almost like well I don't even care I'm just going to eat everything in the kitchen and it would lead me into a binge so I would highly recommend just because everyone's doing like intermittent fasting doesn't mean you need to be doing that I would recommend to space your meals out evenly throughout the day. And even if that means having a meal at night and right before bed, if that makes you feel more satisfied. So don't um, restrict those meals. Don't restrict those calories. Kind of make sure you're eating throughout the entire day. And make sure that you're spacing out your protein throughout the day just so you're uh, fuller for longer. Um, So for example, let's say you had hundred grams of protein for the day that was your protein goal. You would want to split it up into you know 20 gram increments if you're eating five times a day. okay, um, my next tip is going to be number five and that is don't punish yourself. So if you find that you've been binge eating or you just had a binge, the last thing you need to do is to do copious amounts of cardio is to highly restrict your calories is to, um shame yourself and call yourself all these negative names you need to just forgive and forget and if you're following a set macro plan you need to just get back to your macros so for me as a coach if a client is struggling with a binge i want them to be 100% honest with me on that day that they had it on that day that they had their binge um and then i want to know like kind of what went on that day so the behavioral aspects of that. Um, And then try to talk them through not punishing themselves. It's super important that you don't punish yourself because this is going to prevent the cycle of binge restrict, binge restrict happening. And a lot of people who struggle with binge eating will punish themselves through restriction. So that being said, try not to restrict your calories the next day. Just get back to your normal macros. Let's say you normally eat 1900 calories on a regular basis. Go back to that 1,900 calories. Do not go back down to 1,200 calories because you know what that's going to do? Again, it's reloading that gun, which is reloading a trigger, which is going to make you binge again. You have to break the cycle and it's very hard to do, um, but you're not going to be fixing any damage by punishing yourself. If anything, you're causing more damage and you're just causing the cycle to go on and on and on and on. So punishing yourself isn't repairing any damage. If anything, it's just going to cause more damage and you have to break it. And I understand that you probably feel a lot of anxiety if you aren't able to burn off the food or restrict the food, but it's going to be doing your body a good thing. Um, For that uncomfortable, puffy feeling that you feel after a binge you wanna make sure that you are just consuming enough water, getting enough sleep the next day. Make sure you're taking a probiotic just to aid in digestion. Um, go for a walk. That's fine to go for a walk, but don't try to like get like 20,000 steps after a binge or try to run it off. Don't, no, don't do that. <laughs> but get a little bit of movement in and carry on with the rest of your life. It's going to be okay. So don't punish yourself. That's number five. Number six is going to be talk about it, okay? Again, this is why I have my clients reach out to me if they're struggling with a binge or if they have like an overeating episode, you have to talk about it. Um, For anyone tuning in too, I have my Facebook community. Okay. You can talk about it there. We are so open. There's no judgments there. You can get community support. Just join. You search Nicole Ferrier's Fit Fam on Facebook, request access, and I will get you into that group. But if you're struggling with a binge, talk about it. Talk about it with a friend. Talk about it. Um with me through social media. I don't care. DM me if you're struggling. Um, Talk about it with someone because if you hold it in, you're going to feel crazy, unfortunately. And I want to let you know that you're not crazy. And I felt crazy when I struggled with my binges. I felt like, why can't I just have a normal relationship with food? Why is it that I feel the need to overeat or to buy certain foods and just eat huge amounts of them? And you know, now I understand why that was happening. It was because of the restriction. It was because of the overexercising. It was because of my high stress job that I had. It was because I was burnt out. I understand now, but then I felt like I was alone. I felt like, why am I like the only one struggling with binge eating? And I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. You're not the only one that struggles with this. So it's super important to talk about it. I think venting is very important. And If you have no one to talk to, if you feel uncomfortable reaching out through social media, just journal about it, okay? Write down why you feel like you binge. write down how you're feeling, write down um, how you plan to prevent it in the future, just write down in a journal, and that's going to be a good way for you to vent, okay? This is going to be my last tip, and that is going to be number seven, whenever you do eat, be mindful, okay? Binges happen quickly. Binges happen to usually comfort yourself and distract yourself, and you're probably eating the food and going through the motions and not really tasting it and experiencing it. So you're distracted, and in order to break the distraction, you're going to have to be more mindful at your meal time. So what does that mean? Use silverware, like real silverware. Okay, don't just use your hands. Use a real plate. Use a real bowl. Make meal times an experience. Turn off your TV, put your phone away, put it on airplane mode. Um, Music, I think is fine, but don't be looking at screens. Don't be on your laptop. Just be with your food and eat it and take time because when you're eating a meal, it's going to take your stomach roughly 20 minutes to send a signal to the brain that it's full and it's satisfied. And if you're eating a meal in five minutes and then you're sitting there thinking, I'm still hungry I want to eat more. It's because you're not giving your body enough time to have these chemical reactions go on. Your stomach takes a while to feel full and to send those signals. And it's really important to enjoy your food, to chew it thoroughly. This is going to help your digestion. Drink with your meal, not alcohol. Drink water (laughs) with your meal and make it an enjoyable experience because I find so many people are on the go. They're just trying to like get food in as quick as possible and food is an inconvenience to them. Make meal time a good time um, and enjoy it because food is meant to be enjoyed. And I think so many people aren't enjoying their food and that is why, you know, they're using it as comfort and using it in the wrong way. So, okay, let's go through all of my tips to avoid binge eating. Again, there's seven. So number one, stop restricting yourself. Stop restricting calories. Stop trying to eat as little. Stop restricting food groups. Restriction in general is just going to cause more binges. You have to stop the cycle. Okay. Number two, skipping meals. Kind of correlated to restriction, but you don't want to skip meals because it's going to cause these big drops in blood sugar and it's going to cause you to overeat in your next meal. So you want to make sure you're eating, I would say, roughly every three to four hours. That tends to be a normal time that people get hungry in between their meals. So try to eat roughly every three to four hours um, and eat a meal that is balanced in protein and micronutrients. So that just means whole foods, vitamins, and minerals. Number three, avoid triggers. Triggers could be people. Triggers could be situations. Triggers could be stress. Triggers could be certain foods. Find what triggers your binges, okay? Maybe you have a binge too. You just have an episode. Take notes. What what do you think caused it? Were you tired? Um, Were you stressed out? Was it that peanut butter that tasted really good that you're not able to control yourself around? Was it your husband and you got in a fight? Was it you felt lonely and it was midnight and you want to comfort yourself? What was it that triggered your binge? Okay. For me, when I was trying to figure out what my triggers were, it was certain foods. Okay. So I wasn't able to control myself around certain foods and, um, practice portion sizes around certain foods, but it was also situational. So loneliness was a big trigger for me. And when I was really struggling with binge eating, I had first moved away from friends and family. This was not in Florida. Um, this was years ago. And I felt really lonely and I would use food as a comfort. And then I realized that it's not going to make me feel any better and food isn't solving my problems. I'm just using it as, as um, comfort. So again, what are your triggers? Try to figure that out after a binge episode if that happens. Okay. Number four was don't do intermittent fasting. If you're struggling with binges, it's just going to cause more binges. Okay. Binge eating normally happens in the evening. So if you're struggling with those binges, um, understand that again, if you're not eating throughout the day, it's just going to lead to that hunger, which is going to lead to that deprivation and scarcity mindset around food. So you don't want to practice intermittent fasting if you're currently struggling with binges. Number five, don't punish yourself. Don't punish yourself with restriction, with cardio, with negative words to yourself, with beating yourself up, with weighing yourself, with anything that you feel like is not serving you. Don't punish yourself. Forgive and forget. Journal. Talk it out with someone and move forward. Number six, talk it out, Talk about it. Talk about it with someone. Um, confide in a coach. Confide in a F- Facebook community. Confide... Um, someone through DMs. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to me in my Facebook group. I'm here to help, but reach out to someone, talk about it, vent, and you will feel better. Number seven, distractions. Make food your friend again. Make mealtimes fun. Make them flavorful. Make it an experience. Enjoy your food. Stop distracting yourself with your phone, with um the TV with your laptop, be present, take your time while you're eating, and that's going to help with your overall satiety with each and every meal time. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. Again, there's no shame in struggling with binge eating. Um, so many people struggle with binge eating and honestly so many people struggle with somewhat of an eating disorder or disordered eating. Um, and it goes undiagnosed. So if you really feel like you're struggling with an eating disorder, I would highly recommend that you go seek out help. The National Eating Disorders Association offers a free screening. So maybe you feel like, okay, I don't struggle with binge eating, but I feel like I really struggle with restriction, or I just feel like something's off with my relationship with food. Reach out to that group, and you'll be able to get a better understanding of you and your relationship with food. And although I preach coaching my clients and helping them with their relationship with food. I am not a mental health professional. And I am not going to um, preach being a mindset coach or preach being a psychologist and being able to help you with this because this is a real mental disorder. Um, eating disorders are not a physical disorder. It's a mental disorder. And again, that is, I feel like there's a mix up there to where people think, okay, well, she's a personal trainer or, okay, she got her degree in exercise science and she understands nutrition. She should be able to help me. But that's not the case because again, eating disorders are not physical, they're mental. Um, Now, can your relationship with food be improved by, you know, doing some behavioral changes? Absolutely. I find when I'm reverse dieting my clients, when I'm feeding them more food and I'm having them do less cardio and focus on strength and building their body and focusing on talking positively to themselves, that really helps them in their relationship with food. But at the end of the day, you know, if you feel like you're struggling with an eating disorder, you need to get further help there. But if you feel like, Hey, Nicole, like I just need more help with my training and nutrition, I just need more structure. You can also check out the description down below and get more help and apply for my coaching. And I'd love to fill you in on more information. But guys, if you are struggling with those binges, stay strong. I hope that these tips helped you. And if you found that this episode was helpful for you, I would love it so much if you would share. It. I will see you all in the next one. Okay guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it. And it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.